ambition is critical. And we're back in the room. Oh, God, it's a bit loud then. Hang on, let me step back from the mic. How was things, Pat? Yeah, all good, mate. Good? Yeah, brilliant. Now I've just seen the fucking list of football on WhatsApp group. Like, that's fucking brilliant, isn't it? I know, I know. It's like, are we East getting to some sort of normality? Like, I'm looking at the games. I just, like, obviously you've seen the same thing I did. And um, I'm looking at that. Like, the the games are going to come thick and fast, like two games a night. You're like, oh, fuck me, this is bang on. And like the Mate, fir- it's gonna be like proper old school sports night, remember? Oh yeah. It's gonna be like don't forget because you haven't had football for so long. It's gonna be like proper a game a day. Usually, I can't think of anything fucking worse. Yeah. But no, because you're gonna be spoiled. It's gonna be fucking brilliant. For the next two months, you're gonna have a festival of football, isn't it? Oh mate, it's it's like you're gonna be watching Aston Villa, Sheffield United, getting excited about it. Like, oh, let's get the cans in, like you know what I mean. And um, I looking at those fixtures for the first week, and I think the first games are on a Wednesday, and it's Man City Arsenal at like eight o'clock, right? Then it's Liverpool Everton. Right, and then on a Friday, then is Spurs Man U. You know what I mean? So they're not even like holding back, like let us warm up. They're like, oh, all the big guns against each other. And like you said, I, I mean, I'm the same as you. I'm like, I'm nonplussed with Premiership football these days. I just watch the fucking Swans and I will watch, you know, the big games. But now I'm like, fuck me. I can't, I can't wait to watch Bournemouth versus Watford. Oh, let's have it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think absence makes the arc up on there now. Yeah, yeah. When when you when you haven't had any, you know, only watching his reruns of Euro '96 on a fucking TV. You know, you, uh, are you scranning that box that we've been given? It's already been done, mate. You've eaten it, have you? Yeah. Yeah, fuck, mate. I waited for. I, the only reason I didn't do it straight away is so he left on the doorstep. Was I thought Dawn would have liked to see it first? <laughs> well, Honestly, I have a nightmare still. I never fucking. I bet more cheese than fucking Tom and Jerry. I ain't be fucking having nightmares all night now. But let's just explain what that is, right? So yeah, go on, eh? if you haven't seen her Instagram, because it has been posted up, um, a couple of weeks ago, well, not last week, week before, a friend of mine called Richard Lancaster sent me a message and he just said, oh, look, right, we've known each other a very long time. Richard grew up together, basically. And Richard, uh, Richard said to me, Oh, look, I just want to, is there any way I can send you and Paddy a gift for keeping me sane during the lockdown, like, you know? Because obviously yeah, everyone's had... Yeah, still away, we think, see you after we... Oh, yeah, we was like, you know, well, I don't know, is, is the dealer still doing deliveries? But, you know... Yeah, my, my drug dealer's on furlough, so I thought it was going to be a mixed kebab from Pepino. Well, you know, I, I, I would have taken a Pepino's, you know what I mean? I always will. So, yeah. I, and um, I said, you know, obviously, all jokes aside, like, I'm like, oh no, Rich, you don't need to do that. Like, and he's like, no, mate, I insist. What day are you doing the podcast? And I'll send you and Paddy a gift. It's just something for me to just say thank you for, you know, keeping going during the lockdown and just giving us a bit of normality and, and, and that. And I said, oh, look, you know, all right then, Rich, yeah, of course, we will accept the gift. Thank you very much. And I gave him your address, my address. And then I just forgot about it because obviously life had been a bit mental for me the last. 10 days or so, we're going back to work and stuff. And then, I'm, I'm up in Anford West today, I'm literally about to finish work, and my missus goes, she said, she WhatsApps me a, a picture, like, and I'm just about to drive the van away to come home. And she goes, are you expecting any presents? And I was like, I looked at it, and I was like, 
oh, was that off Lanky? And she was like, oh, yeah, that's what the guy said. It was off Richard. And I was like, so then obviously sent him a message. Was right. So the, the the company is a Swansea company part. Am I wrong? Am I right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe, maybe based in Cork, it was happens on the corner from Moolak. Really? Right. So well, I've, seen, I've seen loads of uh, people. Like, no, the, the thing at the minute is like a lot of people are having afternoon tea and that. Right, night. yeah, I've seen a bit of this, yeah. So I, I tell you, I've seen Starkle System after you. I, I think I had it. Uh, the company's called... Full of Graves. Full of Graves. Full of Graves. And it's like, uh, you know, like a little box. I suppose you call it, you know, snacks, isn't it? You know, but, you know, not the fucking snacks like me and you would fucking. A bag of, a bag of what's it in a twirl is a snack, tiles. Yeah. And now, I just ate fucking four things. I didn't even know what they were. Right. So it was, it, in, in the box we had was like a, a meat platter. Um, Italian so, meats, which I'm always a big lover of. Big fan. Then he's a big fan of an Italian meat platter. Me the same. Italian meat platter, platter, olives, and then a selection of cheeses, patty, yep. um, what crackers. What was that? I don't know. I haven't tried mine yet. Tina won't let me. She's gone like that. Oh, we are not having that tonight. Me and you are having a bottle of wine because I'm not working Saturday. She's going, me and you are having a bottle of wine and we're getting into them tomorrow night. I was like, all right, okay, thanks for organising all night. That fucking box would last. Well, I'll have to fucking eat some sweets out the shop or something before I come home. But I, Man, that fucking box is, was a fucking. I had that before. I had my burger and chips. <laughs> that, that was your starter. Was that box was in a paddock. It was a starter. Well, she she had some other. Um, she bought another pack of cheeses the other day. Um, right. different ones that are in that box. So she's on about cheese and crackers and wine and all this fucking nonsense tomorrow. She thinks, you know, she thinks we're living in fucking Bologna or something in the fucking city. Can't, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But, You're a new man in all fairness, like cheese with wine and crackers and that. Mate, I'm, I'm an open-minded guy, you know what I mean? I, I'll have a fucking yeah, go right there. But, uh, yeah, no, thank you, Rich, for that from the both of us. I'm sure Paddy agrees it was a lovely gesture. Yeah, fuck, yeah, yeah. Like I said, half it, I don't even know what the fuck it was. Um... Made me wish I liked cheese a bit more, mate. There's a lot of cheese going on in there. Like, I'm you know, big, like, I, I, I love cheese. I'm mate, do you know what I'm... Really? You know, my favourite is blue cheese. You know they got in there, like... Oh, they cheese. got big, like, big fucking bit of blue cheese in my box. Oh, tremendous. Tremendous. Really? I, I'm massive on that, right? We went to, um, fuck, years ago, Christmas time, we took the kids to Wookie Hall, right? Like a Christmas right, fucking okay. thing down there. We stay for the weekend. Uh, yeah, a couple of nights anyway. Uh, it was not the one as pet name for the family, man. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't going quite as uh, interesting well, as that, though. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they do their own cheese, and they like store it in the cave, and it come out, mate. It was fucking onking. It was like smelly socks, but it was amazing. I fucking, I, I you could buy it there in big blocks. I bought a load and brought it home, stinking up the fucking kitchen for ages. Fucking tremendous. I'm a big so blue is this cheese. Supposed this fucking, is this supposed to smell like that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all part of it. It's like they fucking ferment it. It goes on for fucking the aging process, like you know what I mean. But it's so whatever it is. Off, I don't no, give a fuck. Are you asking the wrong man? I'd eat the fucker anyway. It makes no odds to me. Um, I, I, I don't know what the, what the, what it is, what the difference is, but I know that I like strong cheese and the smellier and the ma more mangy looking, the better. I'll give it all a crack. Oh, I love oh it. fucking hell. 
Alan, sorry, I've not done you like... Well, have I ever told you the story about Scull Owen? About uh, when we, right, me and Scull Owen were working nights, right, in Royal Mill. And right. uh, I, he didn't have a car at the time. So obviously I was living in Mount Pleasant. So I used to go up um, and pick him up uh, from his house in Mayhill. And we used to go work nights together, right? And we had a hell of a crew at that time. It was like me, uh, Stuart Minnie, uh, Johnny Gray, Marcus Evans... Um, Skull, Cobbleys, right? We had a hell of a team, right? Dudley Lewis, Swan's legend, right? We was all we had. We used to have a hell of a laugh. Anyway, me and Skull really got mates then, right? Because we worked together all the time. We was in the car all the time. So I was dr- driving one day, and I said that I had gone in from work that morning before, and I'd had cheese on toast, and then I had weird dreams, right? Yeah. And uh, Skull goes to me, oh, what do you mean, must you fucking? Uh, What's, what's cheese got to do with it? I said, oh, yeah, well, the old fairy tale goes there that, you know, if you eat cheese before you go to bed, then you'll have, like, nightmares and weird dreams and stuff. And he goes, oh, right, okay. So the next morning, I'm taking him home. I drops him off, goes goes home, goes to bed, up, go back and pick him up about half as nine in the night to go to work for ten, whatever it was. Gets in the car, right, he's all flustered. I said, what's the matter with Skull? He said, oh, mush. I fucking had some weird dreams. I said, what do you, what do you mean? He said, oh, well, I went in. I ate a block on my mother's cheese before I went to bed. He had like a full block. <laughs> what the? Well, like someone was all experimenting, like. Yeah, just to, just to see what would happen. And he, and he said he had spooky fucking dreams all day. Oh, my, oh, my God. That's just true, Yeah, well, I don't know, you know what I mean? Maybe it was just in his head, but, you know, it was just, it always tickled me. I just spent the whole fucking night laughing at him, thinking of him sitting there slicing off bits of cheese, hoping he was going to have weird dreams when he went to bed at six in the morning. Oh, like. you know what I mean? Yeah, fuck, guy. But uh, yeah, yeah, it was like say we if if you want to send us gifts, we will accept them. Even though we'll try to not accept them at first, what we're really trying to do is just be polite. But if you want to send yeah, us, yeah, oh yeah, I'm, I'm just just because we say please don't, that doesn't mean we actually mean please don't. It actually means please do. <laughs> please do, please do. We just we just try to like act like we don't. We really want those gifts. But yeah, if you want to send exactly. us a pepinos, happy days. Just let me know. We'll, we'll definitely take a calzone and a mix kebab. At the same time, but oh uh, fuck yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, no, I, all, all jokes aside, it was it was a fucking lovely gesture, and uh, I will be getting into that tomorrow. Um, and yeah, it's weird to see the rain back. I'm looking out my window, you know. I think I picked the right time to go back to fucking work. Because, yeah, fuck yeah, it's starting to piss though, no? Yeah, kick up challenge would not have would not have been able to continue in in these conditions. So uh, yeah, it's 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 all fucking. It's great to be back in fucking work, um, even though it was quite relentless. And I locked myself in the back of the van last Saturday, which oh, no. was, I can't begin, right. So when I went out the first day of training, right, I was training with this young boy called Scott. And he said to me, we were on a different van to the one I'm driving now. And he said, oh, the van you're driving. And he said, it's got deadlocks on it. I don't even know what deadlocks is. You're talking technicalities to me, like, do you know what I mean? I, I'm not the fucking genius when it comes to this type of thing. So I said... Right, okay. I didn't even understand what a deadlock was. So, basically, you've got a separate key fob to open the the back doors. I don't know if you've got these in Royal Mail, but you have to have them in DPD on certain vans, right? Right, yeah. So, I fucking... You've got to use this little key fob, and it, it unlocks it. But it, you can't open them with a key. So, he said, if you lock yourself in the back of the van, right? Which yeah. can happen, because the doors could blow shut, and you're in the back. You're stuck in there. There's no light or fuck all, right? And I, I said, how do I get out? He said, get out the side door, like. 
I was like, all right, okay. I think that fucking what happened to me. Jesus Christ. Only a fucking moron would get fucking locked in the back of the van. Oh, fuck me. So I'm down Alfred West Saturday afternoon. Pulls up behind Domino's. This big fucking... It was like, a, I don't know, it was like a table or something. I don't know, it was fucking out. She put health and safety issue with me carrying it. And I and I, I couldn't quite reach it properly. So I climbed into the back of the van and there must have been like a gust of wind and it slammed the door shut and locked me in the back of the van, right? Oh, fuck. Mate, you cannot begin to imagine my panic, right? Because it was pitch black in there. My phone was on, was in the cab of the fucking van, Right? Uh, all I had for light was my little um, scanner, which wasn't much light, let's put it that way. Then I thought to myself, how am I going to get out of here? I remembered what this Scott told me about going out the side door. I had to scatter about 30 parcels out the way, just so I could get out the side door. I, and it was boiling hot as well. I fell out onto the road, like when fucking Ace Ventura climbs out of that fake hippo in Ace Ventura yeah. 2 like, he only comes out and he's like all sweaty and naked and he falls out yeah. onto the mud and people are watching him that's how I came out the fucking side of the fucking van on Saturday oh, afternoon I absolutely fucking shit myself but aside from that it's been been a pretty good week like you know I, I'd be fu- I fucking oh, loved man. it there I enjoyed it and do you know who I saw Pad I saw our oh. mate Mervyn I only happened to be delivering to Mervyn no uh, what are the chances Saturday afternoon I'm driving I won't give just in case you know Mervyn's a big star so I don't want to give his address away just in case he has flocks of you know fans down there but I was driving along a road and I, and I go fuck me I'm sure that's Mervyn as I was passing and uh, so then Merv messaged me like and he said was you driving a DPD van earlier I said yeah fucking I passed you earlier anyway turns out he said call in for a cup of tea and all this but yeah right I happened to have a packet from yesterday so I nipped in, and he showed me, he's built a bar out the back of his house. All sorts, living the dream down there. Aww. Yeah, it was lovely to see him. Big shout out, Merv. I know he'd be listening at some point. But, uh, yeah, it's great to see him, and we had a little nobble for five minutes before I had to fuck off, because obviously we're on timeshare, do like. But, uh, yeah, small world. You go to Alfred West, and you bump into the king of Alfred West, don't you? You know what I mean? Yeah, fucking hell, happy days. Yeah, so, um, yeah, that was nice. And... Pretty much, aside from work and that, oh, I well, I haven't really done a fucking lot. That's the only thing. When you're working properly, you go eight weeks or nine weeks, we're doing nothing, and you've got nothing but time, and then back into a 60-hour work week. So it was, like, quite fucking mad the whole, whole last week and stuff. Um, but I've calmed down a bit this week. Um, it was nice last night. I don't know if everyone has seen it, but I sat down with Greg and Justin from 100% Old School, Oh, God, to be honest, loved it. I, I haven't had a chance to, obviously, because of everything, I haven't had a chance to listen back yet. Um, no, that's good. I, um, obviously, we talked about it last week, didn't we, on the podcast? Um, about the, Obviously, I had seen that they were doing interviews with all the, all the DJs from 100% Old School so that people, obviously, they've had a big, big response over this, um, like, eight, nine-week lockdown period, and everyone's listening to 100% Old School, like... And they wanted to introduce the DJs, didn't they, to to the, the people who have been following them, like, you know, and have a little yeah, chat yeah. with them and stuff. And it's just like a Zoom chat. I didn't know you could record Zoom chats. This is all new world to me, Pad, you know? Yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we still recording on the shit we was recording on nearly three years ago, you know? Yeah, fucking hell, yeah, we haven't changed that. <laughs> we don't forget our roots, do we? Also known as too tight to buy anything new. <laughs> so... 
So, uh, so Greg messaged me. I said, yeah, just let me know when you want to do it. So we did it last night, sat down, had a chat. It was funny because I, I messaged Justin and I, and I, and I was like, oh, mate, how long do you think this is going to be like? And he said, oh, well, it'd be an hour maximum. And I first thing I messaged him was, you know I yeah. can fucking talk like fuck, mate. Yeah. I, I Justin thinking, don't know what's like. No. Justin does not know what. <laughs> I was like, hour? Man, just for warming up after an hour. And um, no, all jokes aside, though, we sat down, we, we talked. It's weird, like, because we've been doing this for so long. It's nice to be on the other side, if you know what I mean. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, I didn't even, you know, you don't, you're not even thinking about coming up with any content or anything like that. You're just going to sit there and you're going to have a chat and they're going to ask you things and we're going to talk about things and stuff. And obviously there's a lot of music stuff, which we've talked about music stuff over time, but we've, I don't think me and you have ever sat there and just gone extreme music on each other. I think a lot of that is because our, our musical uh, tastes can be very different, like, you know? Of course again. Uh, yeah. And um but it was nice to sit there and Justin obviously knew what I was talking about as regards to rap stuff and that and then we talked about the podcast for ages and we talked about hundred percent old school next thing we know it's like over an hour and a half. And uh, and I was like, Oh fucking hell. You know, we've we've gone on you, I hope we haven't gone on too long. You know we can fucking Well I like as they said uh, like, right, we'll wrap up. And then he just went on then for another twenty five minutes, which oh. I knew was gonna happen, right? It's good. <laughs> <laughs> don't turn it back no but I was I was enjoying myself you know what I mean if I wasn't enjoying myself I'd have just let it all wrap up like but I was really enjoying myself like and um, the boys seemed to be enjoying themselves so I was happy to keep going and um, you know it, it's it's a different thing you know you, you, you look I just saw the picture of myself on a zoom chat and I was like oh man that's a bit weird and that's out on YouTube now like and people can see me like instead of just hearing me um, you know if they listen to yeah, the podcast I think anyone who likes the podcast will like uh, like the hundred percent old school interviews they do. Like it's very much uh, like you know Swansea DJs talking about Swansea nightlife, and I I have enjoyed listening to them all. Like that's how I told Greg, this has got legs. Like you know what I mean? Don't just fucking don't just tie it down to you a fucking mob. Fucking go out and interview fucking few more people. Like you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I'm gonna be DJs, or certainly I'm gonna be old school, uh, 100% old school mob. Like, go out and see if there's anyone else, because fuck, I've enjoyed them. I have, like, you know what I mean? Anyone who listens to this podcast, have a look. Um, what is it? 100, 100% yeah, just, old school. Just go on, go on YouTube, um, search 100% old school. They've got their own uh, YouTube page, so you can just subscribe there. Obviously, being that mine was posted this morning, I think it's about fucking eight, oh, eight nine hours old now at the moment. So that will be at the top, and then you can scroll down, and they've interviewed all the DJs that that they've uh, that been on Hundred Percent Old School, and you can get to know them a bit. And uh, yeah, it was great. And you're going to do it too? Yeah, I think tomorrow night. As it happens, I can't fucking wait. Actually, there we are, mate. I genuinely am. Honestly, God, mate, I genuinely am. Looking forward to doing Excited, yeah. like, yeah, because, and, and I felt the same, because I was like, you know, we're, I'm going to sit here now, I'm just going to talk, I I thought I was just going to sit there and talk about rap music for like an hour or so, and just, I didn't care whether anyone cared, I would have just been happy just talking to myself, like, you know, because yeah, yeah. I never really talk about that type of thing with people, but I'm quite passionate about that type of thing, and, um, but then obviously the, the when you're chatting like that, the, it goes off in different directions, you talk about different things, and 
I, re I genuinely really, really enjoyed it and I didn't want it to finish. I was like, fine, I can keep going here, but obviously time is getting on. The boys, you know, we're only expecting to do an hour and, and I, I kept them for about another 40 minutes after that, I think. So I think I said to them, I said, fuck me, you think I'm bad. You're not going to get rid of Paddy tomorrow, especially when you oh, start talking about it. Because obviously, uh, you're I think getting... you're going to send the Grays box up them just to fucking take them over. <laughs> yeah, because obviously your, your music especially a gig going, if nothing else, is way more extensive than than mine, you know? So you, you can talk about these things and and obviously your Martha's days and all that. I think you'll I think it'll be really, really good. I I look forward to to I'd hopefully listen to it at some point if I can fit two minutes into my fucking life. But you know, I'll probably end up listening to it more than I will watch it, maybe. Just put it on YouTube with my headphones in while I'm working. You know, that type of thing like. But, Again, uh, it was like, um, you know, it's, it's another thing that when we said about doing, I was literally going to say, well, in 10 years' time, like everything on YouTube is always on YouTube. Yeah. So in 10 years' time, if you want to fucking show the kids, like, oh, fucking, you know, this is what we did in fucking lockdown, then you can stick that on and fucking show the kids, like, in fucking 10 years' time, which is what it's all about. And then they just fucking little memories of fucking things we've done in fucking in the last couple of years like you know what I mean yeah I think one of the first things I said on it um, was you know and we've said it on a podcast is you know if we get asked to do something like we ride in a wave we've been riding it for like three years nearly so if someone asks us to do something we're going to try it if, if, unless we, there's some reason why we can't do it we're going to say yes we're going to say yes just to do it you know and it and that's what yeah, I said. Cool. That's what I said to them. I said, "You asked me, like, fuck yeah, hundred percent, I'm gonna do it." Um, because who knows? Like in a, in a year's time, who knows where we're gonna be and what we're gonna be doing? And you can think back and you can go, uh, I, "I remember I done that with hundred percent old school, or we went to Captain Beanie's house, or we went to Jack Shaw's fucking gym, and and we did this and we did that, and it's all experiences." And you can, you know, if if I was to not do something that I was asked to do. And then I look back a couple of years later and go, ah, oh, fuck, I really wish I'd, I'd done that, you know? So, like, I, I like, you know, I, I love, like, when we've been on TTLO in the past and, and things like that. I'll, I'll always try and do them if I can. You know, sometimes, you know, South Pad, you, you're up to your fucking egg and, and, and everyone's busy and sometimes it's just not possible. But yesterday worked perfect for me, like, you know? So I was glad I'd do it and I'd, and I'd love to do it again, like, but, you know... Um, you know, hopefully they'll keep on with it and and make it successful. And I, and it was nice to hear, like the things that you know the success that they've had now over this lockdown period. Because I know we've talked about them a lot, um, and we've tried to help them and push them and everything the best we can. But to see what they've grown and become from when we talked about them, probably fucking hell, was it like two years ago when Greg put on his first yeah. night? You know. They, and, and even in a period where they should have had their biggest show with yeah. the Todd Terry gig, and it could have been seen as a massive, massive disappointment that they didn't get that show on, and they've got one of the world's biggest DJs coming to Swansea, and it's like it could have been very disheartening for Greg and all the boys involved that they've used that um, to create something else. And actually, I think, I think will come out of the lockdown instead of being bigger. They will bigger. come out bigger. Yes. That's what I'm trying to get. Instead of instead they'll actually the Todd Terry thing could come again, right? But this what and they, it will as well. And it yeah. will, yeah. And th but this 
this wave that they're riding now, coming out of lockdown, couldn't have happened without lockdown. So they're only going to come out bigger now. They, um, they're going to come out with more ideas. They're going to have um, more people listening. There's no doubt in that. And more people wanting to go. Uh, and then when Greg talked about, you know, Escape 2020 and potentially talks going on about 100% old school having a tender, like I joked about it, like, fuck me, you need to get on that Escape 2020. And he was like, mm, right. And I was like, oh, is this an exclusive? Like, you know, and um, I just think it's great. Well, I think that would be common sense. Well, it would be to common be, Like, if you've got Escape in a, escape in a park, I think it'd be, it'd be fucking crazy if you didn't have 100% old school with the old fucking tent. Do nothing. I, I'm totally with you. That's what I said. You know, I, I was like, it's a no-brainer to me, an absolute yeah. no-brainer. You know, what I mean, you, you you've already seen the lineup of DJs, right? Yeah. So if, if they're gonna have all the DJs that they got, and maybe a big funky house fucking headliner at the top, then fuck me, I win. Because me and you ain't gonna gonna go no main stage, are we? Mate, we never fucking in that tent all fucking day. That's what I said to him. I said, we, you know, when we used to go to Escape in the Park, we I never remember standing at the main stage because the main stage is where all the, the sort of more poppy acts that had big dance tracks were coming up, were on. You know, we we were in the tent without Marillo. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, we we weren't watching that. So you know, I'd say if hundred percent old school. I've got a tent on on a, on a, on an escape in the park. You know, we may be rolling back the years, and yeah, um, fuck yeah. you know, but look, all the best to those boys. And like I said, it was it was really good to do last night. I'm looking forward to to hearing yours because, like I said, you'll you'll enjoy it. I hope the boys are, are ready to to go longer than an hour and thirty odd, whatever I was, because you know, obviously, you've got some stories about everything about. Uh, well, it's a Friday night, isn't it? So you know, we should be like, um. Going back on the, like what he was just saying about the, like the Todd Terry night and all that, and again, Mado, like, like I said, I saw the post last Saturday saying this would have been the biggest night we've ever put on. Yeah. And then, but then I was looking at, no Sunday, I had a little flick on it, only to literally catch a couple of minutes, fucking stick a comment up, show support. And I was stayed there on my city for. Four and a half, four hours forty. Uh, yeah. Just watching fucking Greg play all afternoon. Yeah. And I would, and I was thinking, like before this lockdown, right? I would never have done that. Never. I spent nights doing this lockdown, right? Watching Ed turn on Friday night. I honestly, on Friday night, I'm just watching Facebook fucking live video of a DJ in his kitchen, like. Yeah. Same as Sunday afternoon. All I did all afternoon was watch was Greg. Watch Greg, like. Yeah. Chuck a couple of comments on, get a fucking few laughs and that. Um, it was great because fucking Greg was doing a shot every time someone donated. Like the kid was fucking pissed as fuck by half his fight. Honest to fuck, I was asking for he, he was taking requests. I was asking for TV theme tunes. I was trying to get him to play Super Grand and fucking Little Snowball the lot. He won't have none of it though. But he doesn't fucking half a ball of Jaeger, my stomach. Yeah. But I was thinking, like fuck, as you said, we saved money hopefully now and not fucking booking Todd Terry. But fuck me, hundred percent old school as a fucking brand. You can't tell me it's not bigger now than it would be if they'd have just had one big summer yeah. show. I, I, I think you know so. I, mean? I, I think so. I think you know, like I said to the boys last night um, on a, on the podcast. You know, when people look back, like you said, when people look back at the pandemic, and people will look back at certain things. And I, I, I speak personally of myself. Then, right, I, I, I'll say. 
you know, my kids ask me in 10 years' time, oh, Dad, you know, because they're still a bit young, like, what you know, What was it like? And I'll say, oh, well, you know, we were, we did a lot of kick-ups in the back garden and and we always had 100% old school on. They they are the soundtrack, and I'm not blowing smoke up their ass because, I, I, you know, me and, you know, we mates with Greg and we like all the boys. We do genuinely, we do genuinely love it, like, and I genuinely yeah, listen to, to, to 100% old school in the week, all weekend, like, I listen to every single minute of Greg on Sunday I thought oh, I'll check yeah, this on I'll check this on for a couple of hours and this and that and then before I knew it then it was like it was all day and by the end like he was fucking slurring he was steaming yeah. drunk I was sitting on the patio I had my Bluetooth speaker in the house um, with it playing through my iPad on face through Facebook and me and my missus were sitting on the patio it was lovely and we were having a couple of drinks and um, and he said something he said a sentence which was near enough completely incoherent and we just sort of looked yeah, at each- yeah, right. We just sort of looked at each other. I was like, "What the fuck did Greg just say then?" And I and I came. I walked into the kitchen so I get a better look at him. And you could tell, you know, when you tell someone's leathered. And I was just yeah. lo- I was just looking at him. I was going, "Oh my god!" I said, "Teen, come and see him." I said, "He's had an absolute fucking skin for." And he was shouting people out. And it was all slurring. But like he said last night when we talked about it, um, when we had the chat, that he didn't drop a beat. He couldn't speak, but he never missed a beat. Like so, I think maybe he should get leathered all the time now. You know what I mean? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I love the fact he, he tried to raise a couple of quid to take the boys to cross keys, and now they're gonna fucking Mauritius. I know. Like, <laughs> I can't believe it. No fucking nine grand to cross I went. I went to myself. Do you know what? This would be worth a score to sort these boys out for all the entertainment they've given me over the last eight nine weeks. Uh, Kept me fucking sane. I thought. Nobody's would no. I I don't you know. I don't anyone would have put any money in. This is my mentality now, and I'm looking at it. And I go right. I'll give them a couple of quid so they can have a few pints. I went onto the fucking. I went onto the the donating page. They had about fucking two and a half grand. I was like, fuck me. Where are they going for the pints? Nicky Grove lives on the corner for me. And I was was walking out the fucking shop with a bag of cola bottles and a fucking raspberry. And at six o'clock, he's opening up the shop with a bottle of Chiroc. Honestly, <laughs> fucking unbelievable. You could see him smiling all the way to the back. The cat, <laughs> fucking hell. He's in the museum, sweating on a night, the raspberry. The cat is strapping around, he got his budgie, he got his Alfred trim shorts ready, you know what? Fucking malicious, well, no one said, when Nicky Groves piles into all the trips, him. He's gonna give, he's gonna give it a right whale. Oh, it's gonna be a hell of a trip, mate. We missed a, we missed a fucking trick, yeah, Pad. We'll have to do a six we hour, six hour live podcast, getting every cunt to donate, and then we can go fucking yeah. on all day to fucking Thailand when all this is what's ended. Hundred percent, mate. Hundred percent. Going back to fucking uh, Hotel Magama, Magaluf ninety seven, oh. the best club sandwich in the world. Oh, it? the club sandwich in there was tremendous, and it was it's right across the road from Manos. It's the only fucking Michelin starred club sandwich in the world. <laughs> It? it was club sandwich. That's all we had for three weeks. It was I'm absolutely fucking Neil fantastic. Neil Cobbley putting on his fucking posh phone voice to a bird from Doncaster. Brilliant. Better. She, she dropped the knife and fork, and he went, "I'll get one for you." You're looking at me out. What the fuck? I'll get one for you. Fucking drop the phone voice. He was like, yeah, "No, um, no, the the Wolf of Wall Street. No, his old man when he answered. Yeah. Oh, hello." Uh, what's the Wolf of Wall Street's name? What's his name now? Uh, Jordan Belfort. Jordan Belfort. I don't know Jordan's office. No, he's not here at the moment. He's not in. Every fucking time the equalizer <laughs> fucking stop, someone fucking phones. 
Hey, speaking of people walking around fucking poor tenant, can we explain the poor tenant chicken on the weekend? Yeah, yeah. Right, so obviously if anyone saw, hang on, if anyone saw the the um, artwork that I had made for, and it was on our Instagram and on our Twitter, there was a reason for the chicken run. And it was just because we were trying to come up with an idea of this story of what Paddy was up to on the weekend. Go on, crack on, Paddy. So, um, since lockdown was started, um, it's just fucking, you know, it started, it started well, the old, the old biddies and all that. People was having games of bingo in the front garden. And then games of bingo turned into quizzes. And then quizzes turned into three pills on the head and the guy opposite has got his fucking DJ decks out in his window. You know, which can easily happen in it. This is what happens. Like, uh, so Donna's um, cousin's boy, Billy, Billy Wright, uh, everyone on the podcast will know him as the boy I pulled his arm through the fucking door and got stuck and we nearly had to call the fire brigade <laughs> to get his arm out. Uh, so he's a DJ now and he, well, he personal trains up nine ways and he's had a few DJ lessons of Jordan Steens and in all fairness, he's fucking great. Um, talking about Ryan Hall, uh, Ryan Hall's talking about a few things. Ryan Hall's looking to bring Funky Elves back in the Swansea. And so I think when lockdown uh, finishes, I think the optimist will be doing maybe a weekly night Funky Elves on a Saturday or a Friday and we talk. And I said, fuck me, you haven't got to have a resident. We've got plenty of boys you could have in week in, week out. We'd get Jordan Steens in one week, Greg in another, Ed Colonel in another, Leon Singh in another. Yeah. And then I said, fucking Donna's cousin's boy over the road. And I was talking to him, I said, he would be prime for it. He's young, he's keen. He's fucking good, which I know, because he's playing outside Cafe Ramble, he calls it, opposite me every fucking, every Saturday night. So, like, no, for people like that to have a chance in the opening, this would be fucking great, innit? Yeah, yeah. So, basically, since the day, um, Billy's uh, stepfather, Sean Crocker, Neil Crocker's boy, Rowan Crocker's brother, who's another link to the podcast, in all fairness to him, he's been fucking brilliant, right? He set up a speaker in the garden, and he'll fucking do bingo, he'll do a quiz, and, like, he's just looking for new things to mix it up a bit, like, um, yeah, people are going fucking mad, saying portenders are fucking mental, social distancing and all that, it's never done a garden, granted after 10 points, so, like, we are in the street, blocking the road off, doing wigwam, bam, I'll accept that, like, but no one's got COVID yet, so we're not worrying at the minute, right? Um, so, last week, have you ever seen the game, the quiz show, uh, In For A Penny? Yes. On ICC. I'm a big like, fan of it. A big fan of it. Really? It's yeah. pretty good, is it? I, we love it. Yeah, that's how Saturday Night TV for me earlier. Right, kids. brilliant. So Sean comes out of his fucking guy, out of his house at fucking seven o'clock in the night in a gold fucking jacket and a big white boat. So he did games, right? So every family, so every family got their own garden in it. And everyone fucking was in the get their own garden. So every family, there was a game, and a member of the family had to go up and take part in the game. So one game was like, it was a pasty on a fucking, like, fishing, fishing rod, and you've got to eat the pasty in the middle of the air without using your hands. And uh, there was another game, and I can't remember what the other game was then. 
and and then the game that he saw on Instagram was um, called I think it's called Chicken Run. So he boiled up a load of eggs and he had to stick the eggs between his fucking legs and drop them in a pint glass, right? So this is how long me and fucking Dawn have been together, like you know, fuck it's a hell of a long time. She knows what I'm thinking, right? Now, ten years ago when we was on house parties, we had a chicken outfit, remember? Yeah, absolutely. Remember the chicken outfit? Um, famous in house, every house party, the chicken outfit would get on. Um Grosie come to the house once, me and Grosie was fucking um talking out the garden. Donna literally walked out with a chicken outfit. It was a Wednesday afternoon, four o'clock. But because it was there and we always grabbed a laugh, the chicken outfit would always come on. Now, 10 years ago, I'd have gone upstairs and got the chicken outfit on. But the chicken outfit had gone back to a girl called Rosie, who's, um, who goes out with Jippo. And it's her, it was her chicken outfit. I did fucking begrudge giving it back, but you know what, it was her, so fair enough. But I looked at my message, just before it was my turn to go on, and I said, have you got a rubber glove? And she knew, right? She locked me in the eye, and she fucking knew what was happening. And she went up and got the rubber glove. Uh, I came in the house, stripped out my kegs, put the rubber glove on my head, which was fucking hard in itself, mate. Not my eyes. Yeah. My eyes were pinned back in my head. I looked like fucking Kid John. Honest to God. My eyes were fucking right in the back of my head. I've gone out into the fucking street then, uh, taking part in the chicken game, um, putting the egg between my legs, three doors up, actually fucking put the fucking the egg underneath my bollocks. Any other time, I'd have been fucking saying, uh, why me? No, the why me movement. It would have been one of them because it was fucking fun and games. I couldn't really claim sexual harassment. Like, the old speakers watch it. Yeah. Um, and I was it then, and it was other fucking, and in all fairness to Sean, he's done fucking brilliant. And anyone who fucking moans and says, fuck, you should be doing this, and you should be doing that. All, all I'm turning to is there's a woman opposite me, lovely woman, Ira Draper, brilliant for me, because she's the only woman in the street who knows what day um, you're cycling in it. Um, if it's green, everyone just, the old street will follow her. She fucking, she knew that everyone was talking at once, you know what she did? She put a yellow bag out. No one knew what the fuck was happening. Everyone was looking for the yellow bag. Everyone's like, what the fuck's a yellow bag? Everyone's looking for medical supplies to put up in the street the day later. Uh, you were playing a fucking joke and everyone was fucking tamping. So she don't know what fucking, what bins are going out. The old street goes to pieces. There's like seven black bags inside one house and everything is fucking murder. And um, so she said, like she's a, you know, she's a woman. Her, her husband died a couple of years ago. And her kids all said like, in all fairness, during this fucking lockdown, we thought my mother was going to be on a fucking own, no visitors, and, and you know what? She fucking thoroughly enjoyed every single fucking weekend. You know what I mean? The best, Isla's best song used to be my Nat King Cole. Now it's fucking Free From Desire. She got house music every Saturday. Fucking no choice in the matter. She fucking loves it. Honest to God. She's going to have the fucking uh, shock of a life Saturday when I fucking... Spikes of drum, very religious. <laughs> but that's what it was like. Auntie, my my daughter's fucking devastated. She's fucking dancing every Saturday night. She thinks she's in fucking Manny Mission. And uh, but it, the forecast is raining Saturday, so we fucked. They're going to get any parties. Oh. God, like I've told her before, best global pandemic ever. Absolutely amazing, man. I get pissed every Saturday. It's fucking great. Oh. I goes up Morrison's. I get a few Peroni, a few Moretti. Fua, Estrella, 
Because it's boiling. Have you tried that Thatcher's cloudy lemon? No, not yet, but it's all my to-do oh, list. Oh, my fucking good God. It's summer in a glass. Right. It's fucking ridiculous. Honestly. You're drinking it like uh, lemon Fanta when on holidays in the day, all inclusive. Ugh. Fucking love. Oh, mate, it's lovely stuff, mate. Lovely, lovely stuff. Bucket, that uh, big bin full of ice. Oh, mate, it's fucking great. Brilliant, honestly. No, I um, I went, I went to get that um, cloudy lemon on on uh, on Sunday, and they didn't have it in the shop, so I got the Thatcher's rosé instead. Very good. Yeah, it was a bit sickly. I got to be honest; it's not my thing, you know. I, I, but I do fancy the lemon one. I was I was a little bit disappointed with the rosé one. Let's put it that way. Really, you yeah, won't be disappointed with this. It's tremendous. Bit, bit, bit sweet. Now, them, them type of things, them type of fruity ciders. I can have one or two, and then ask my, I got to go back on a bow and and like properly. Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, but yeah, no, I do, I do like, and that lemon one does look good. It looks like it'd be quite refreshing, like. Oh, man, it's lovely. You could probably put a few of them away, like. Yeah, this thing with the weather changing now is gonna fuck up. Like, I don't know what Cecil Street they're gonna do. Adams will probably get some scaffolding up and just put like load of tarpaulin all the length of Cecil Street so they can yeah. still have a party. They, they, like. they blocks, uh, they blocks the road off every. They probably just get Jake Lynch to fucking build a fucking shed in the middle of the street. <laughs> you know what I mean? They fucking they, Cecil Street's the most expensive street to live now in Britain. Isn't it? It's up there with Simon Cowell lives and all that. Not like Hampstead Heath. You've got Hampstead Heath at the top. You've got uh, a small Scottish lock with like two million pound houses up and down, and then you've got Cecil Street number three, isn't it? Yeah. Unless uh, Michael Roberts moves, and then House Price is plumbing. <laughs> yeah, they've had a fucking whale of a time down there, to be fair. Ball. Absolute ball. You tell me, why would you want this big mansion in the middle of nowhere where you've got to be bored shitless? Yeah. Imagine living on Cecil Street. Fuck, you've won the lot, did mate? And a fucking absolute. Scott Quinnell, and Scott Quinnell is it? People's postcode lottery, isn't it? Cecil's <laughs> winning every week. <laughs> I know, they won't want this fucking, uh, this, this lockdown to end. You know what I mean? No, fuck no. There, there probably no, is certain I... people that don't want this lockdown to end. Like, I couldn't wait for it to end quick enough, to be honest with myself. But, you know, down there, they're just having parties, just party central, like, fucking in the wheel. It's like fucking uh, boys in the hood, isn't it? They're cooking barbecues. The Adams is fucking dressed as Tito Jackson. He's in a tomahawk stick with a fucking slab of Moretti. Tell me that can't have one in life. Yeah. It looks fucking amazing. He's got his tomahawk stick cocking all day with a fucking, with the fucking a DJ and a fucking band in next door's garden. <laughs> fucking hell. He's sitting on the stoop, isn't he? Like yeah. Ice Cube and fucking in Boys in the Earth. Oh, child, Adam's gonna get easier. <laughs> fucking brilliant, mate. Having an absolute fucking whale of a time. Absolute oh, whale yeah. of a time. Um, speaking of fucking people with, with mansions everywhere, tell what I did watch. I, this is the one thing that I did dedicate time to this week, other than sleeping. Um, the Epstein documentary. Oh, fucking hell. Do you know what, mate? Let 
them fucking poor young women down so fucking badly that it's fucking ridiculous, doesn't it? Mm. They got let down so fucking badly, like. It, it starts off like you're watching it. It gets darker and darker and darker yeah. and darker yeah. and darker, literally to the end, to the fucking yeah. end credits, like. Spot on to the very fucking end, like they, they don't have, they don't have justice at the very end, like. No, it would I, not surprise me if that cunt is still alive, like. Yeah, uh, before we go any further and talk about this, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, right? Yeah, yeah, we've got to talk about it. Because we're going to have to talk about it for the people who have seen it, but if you haven't seen it, get to fucking see it, right? Because I know it's, look, it's not the most uplifting thing you'll ever see, but it's fuck half interesting and show you how corrupt fucking people can be like. And no, it needs to be seen, doesn't it? It, it needs to be, to be seen, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's the same as many other things that are coming out now and over the last number of years that have been um, brought to the forefront when they've been hid for such a fucking long time because things are changing and people can't, hopefully, are, are going to be able, are not going to be able to get away with this thing because there's an awareness of it now that there never used to be before. So you have to watch the Epstein documentary. And what, like, when you go through it, you watch him, right? You see him and, and like, his right, uh, what he did to get into the positions that he got in, like, and... He was obviously a very, very intelligent fucking bloke, right? Who had an ability to manipulate everyone. And that included other very, very intelligent people. You know, he, he could have, he had so much fucking money, right? That he could have fucked anyone he wanted. There would have, there would have been plenty of gold digging fucking women out there that would have fucked him just because he was fucking a billionaire, right? That was not what he was into, right? He was not into that, like, you know what I mean? He, he could have paid any number of fucking brasses in the world that looked like fucking 10 out of 10 models to fuck him, but that's not what he was into, like, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> that's uh, that's what sexual predators do, innit? You know what I mean? They, they could, he could have had anything he wanted, and what he chose was to get um, impressionable underage girls from most from sort of deprived backgrounds and stuff and just abuse them and traffic them. Yeah, this is where they get the, um, like kids that, um, kids like our kids are very very lucky that our sort of families would would never allow it to happen, would they? But if you haven't got a mother or you haven't got a father or your mother and father abusive or one's in prison or they split up and they don't get home with your stepfather, these are the people that they fucking prey on, innit? Yeah. You know what I mean? And it, it, it fucking works, let's be honest. Same as the fucking, same as Savile and fucking Cyril Smith and fucking Leon Britton and fucking Eddie Keddy. The people, the kids that they were fucking raping and they were preying on are the kids in, like, children's homes and with no parents <laughs> fucking have, have attempted suicide and that and got no one. You know what I mean? They got no one to stick up for them. They got no one to fight the corner. And these are the people that they fucking prey on. Yeah. And it's fucking sad, mate. Sad. Really sad. Money and power can do it. Like. Yeah, like I say, you 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 watch the first episode and a bit, and you you go through it, and <clears throat> even though you sort of know the story, you're like, oh, I was expecting a little bit more. Um, uh, I word this correctly. You're expecting a little to be a little bit more sinister at first, yeah. right? And then it just sort of turns, and you go, oh, hang on, no. And by the end of it, you understand what a fucking yeah. animal he was like. And 
you know, the whole Palm Beach thing, which I didn't even know any of that. Didn't know existed, mate. Didn't know. It's literally crossing a bridge between poverty and fucking super, super rich, innit? Yeah, and Crazy it's like... the difference over that bridge, like. It's like as if he put himself there because, yeah. he, because he could prey on the poor people living just across the bridge from him, like. Madness. And, Madness. Um, you know, when you think that that went on for such a long time... And then even when they started investigating him, and I believe that a lot of the local coppers that were on um, <clears throat> and the private investigators that were on to him, they had genuine, they had genuine desire to catch him, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they were... And above and, them, didn't they? The, yeah, and even the FBI agent, they said the FBI agent was crying when he got this, like, ridiculous immunity deal, like, and the US attorney had, like, shut down the case because he just had so much power that even though they knew what, what type of guy he was and what he was into and how he was mis abusing these girls and that they just couldn't do fuck all about it. They weren't powerful enough to do anything about it. And that's, he knew that and he manipulated that. And it's fucking absolutely mind boggling that it could have gone on, you know? Um, when you see that this uh, this guy who was who was the the name of the he's, he's got an A in his first name A in his second name Acosta Acosta, Acosta. yeah Acosta. A, yeah bear in mind like he's the equivalent of like um, in Britain I'd say he's the equivalent of uh, Jacob Rees Mogg you know Trump got him into the cabinet you know he was like Labour Labour Minister or Labour Secretary he was high up in Trump's fucking in Trump's cabinet like yeah and and, and <coughs> he's fucking got Epstein off, you know, for obviously money. Um, uh, so he's no, right, so this guy is up there, so Trump is at the top and underneath Trump we've got 10 people. This guy was one of Trump's 10 people. So he's got to be in the top 20 most influential and powerful people in the United States of America. Mm. And he's getting someone off a rape and child exploitation charge for money. And yeah. he's one of the most powerful people in the country. Yeah. No wonder it, that country's <clears throat> fucked up. America's fucking crackers. Yeah. Oh, we'll get to that in a bit now. Yeah, and, yeah. And, you know, when, when you go through it, like I said, it gets dark as you go along. And when you see, like, we've talked about, like, paedophile island, like, uh, on a podcast. And when you actually see it there, like you know, the drone footage of them flying over it and seeing these places, and then you hear staff there talking about the things that went on. You go, wow, how fucking sinister is this fucking place like? You know what exactly. I mean? It's just like, it, it's 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 in the Virgin Isles, like, and it's in the middle of nowhere, and women were trapped there. You know when they're telling their story about, like, wanting to jump off a cliff just to get away, like, and things like that. You're like, oh, my God, this is fucking heartbreaking. And to think then, you know, they see videos of, like, or, or pictures of, of Clinton on, on a fucking aeroplane and Pri Prince Andrew on an airplane going there. And the random one was Chris Tucker. I didn't have Chris... <laughs> I didn't have Chris Tucker down yeah, as a fucking yeah. nonce. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know who else. There's another one as well in that gang. But I can't remember, there's another one. <clears throat> no, it went to Africa. Who tells me they ain't flying through the fucking... Uh, they were our Kelly's lot, didn't they? Yeah. 100%. Yeah, and, and, and mm -hmm. it, it's just it's just so fucking sinister and so dark and um, 
just shows, you know, what can be done if you have enough money, if you have enough power, if you have enough influence. And then when they get to talking about his house, like his seventy-seven million pound apartment in Manhattan, and he had cameras set up in every room, that tells like you that. Right. Yeah, that fucker. He knew. He was smart. He's like, yeah, whoever. Let's say you person of power, you can come over to my house and you can fuck those young girls. But after, but they're not telling him that he's got them all on fucking camera. And then when he needs something. When he needs something, he goes, oh, hang on, I'm on this fucking case here, Mr. Acosta, and they're going to fucking bang me up if you don't come out yeah. here. Oh, well, I can't help you, uh, Jeff. He's like, well, yes, you fucking can, because I, I got multiple videos of you in my fucking 77 million pound mansion doing things with underage girls. So that's how these things, it was all a big blackmail scheme to keep him living the life that he'd become accustomed to. And yeah. And and that he fucking he thought he was going to do that forever. Probably his his arrogance at the end of the day fucking took him down. Like, um, and then obviously when you when you when you watch the documentary all the way through, there's no way I can believe he killed himself. No, the, agreement. This is absolutely no way because it's it, he had so much on so many people that he. he they had to kill him. Someone had to kill him. There would have been fucking countless people who could have got have been powerful enough to have him killed, and would have had him killed in a heartbeat just to shut him up. Um, yeah, and exactly. he, you know, he's he's a snakey company. So if you're gonna say to him, "Oh yeah, Epstein, you're gonna do fucking thirty-five years, like, which is the rest of his life," you know, yeah. or you can sell out those fuckers above you. We want some real big names, otherwise don't waste our fucking time. That's why they had to kill him, because they knew he wasn't yeah. going to fucking sit tight and go, no, you are, you are, I'll sit on that, and I'm not going to grass anyone up. Of course he was going to grass people up at some point. So they, It that, was that, like that, that top band, uh, fucking, who's the people who investigated bought like, look at their bodies now. Oh, the, the coroner, coroner, yeah. The coroner, like the fucking coroner said, that's it. That is not suicide. Yeah. It's fucking impossible. It's the same as, um, they call it Arkansas, don't they, with the Clintons. They reckon um, so many people have died in suspicious suicides with the Clintons. It's fucking mad. Well, and they had the same doctor who did the autopsy on all the same people. Yeah. And he was on the Clintons payroll, like, and they called it Arkansas. There was so many fucking dodgy suicides. Like, one guy committed suicide Yeah, like you said, it's when you've got that much power and you've got that much to lose as well. Like you know, it, you know, what, 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 where will you, where will you go to keep the power and 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 the wealth and everything that that you've accrued? Like you know, and and just killing Jeffrey Epstein, that that's nothing. That's nothing to, to you know to certain people. Like you know, and and you you think that he was in a prison where El Chapo is, right? And some of the yeah, most ardent yeah, yeah. criminals in, in, in the world, like, and, yeah. you know... The, the, and, the, and the cameras were turned off. The cameras were turned off, and the, and the guards happened to be sleeping at the time that he committed suicide, like, you know? Yeah. Do us a favor. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. A woman fucking got caught stealing an hand sanitizer. She said, by mistake, from the optimist. We added on six different angles. 
We could tell where she got of it. The, the Turkish doctor, she had a veneer And yet the cameras in Epstein's fucking cell were switched off. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm not having it. No. No. It's, um, you know, like you said, it's, Ricky Gervais done the best fucking piss take of it ever at the Golden Globes this year. You know, he fucking destroyed everyone, didn't he? And Go on, what did he say? No, well, he, did, did, you, did you ever see it? No, I oh no, mate, go and watch Ricky Gervais. Just you can just go on YouTube and just put in Ricky Gervais Golden Globes uh, twenty twenty. I think it was twenty twenty, whatever it was. Right. Whatever the last one he did. Oh my god, his opening gambit is fucking tremendous, right? He's, really? Yeah, he slates them all because they're all sitting there, ain't he? Even Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is looking up like dumbfounded by the stuff he comes out with about Jeffrey Epstein. Right. But he says one line. He goes. um uh, I had the new, uh, I had a Netflix uh, show out called Afterlife and like people clap and he goes, you know, it was a story about a man whose wife have died of cancer and he, you, you spend the whole um, episode, you spend the whole season wondering whether he's going to kill himself. But of course, he doesn't kill himself exactly like Jeffrey Epstein didn't, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> And, oh, man. So, he's, he's cheating it like I keep the fucking pub. Yeah. And, and, he, and, they, and everyone sort of goes, ooh. And he goes, oh, don't have a go at me. He was your friend, right? <laughs> mate, he dismantles them, right? Absolutely yeah. fucking genius, right? And you can see their faces, like the camera's panning around the crowd. And some of them yeah. are bowled over laughing. And others, like Tom Hanks' face is the worst one. Tom Hanks' face is like this, like sheer shock, like, you know what I mean? Tom Hanks is guilt. He knows he's been fingering fucking, fingering fucking Mr. Potato Head for the last few years. Oh, he's mate. He's a fucking snidey fucker. I was talking to, I, I, I can't even remember who I was talking to about the other day and saying about potentially Hanks, you know, being a fucking nonce. And I was like, mate, please, just give me... Just let me have one that's not a nonce. If I can pick one yeah. that's not a nonce, I pick Tom Hanks, right? 100%. Because, because how, right, Toy Story, right, saving, how can I miss all these films out of my life ever again, right? Because obviously, if, if Tom Hanks is, is out there as a nonce in, in, within the next whatever, then you can't watch Saving Private Ryan again, which is fucking unbelievable film. You can't watch Forrest Gump, which is probably my favourite film of all time. Big, the burbs, fucking, you, you take your fucking pick, like. You just, you just, these films will never be on TV again, like. You know? Yeah, but do, do not treat it like the, like the Dave Chappelle or the Kevin Hart, Michael Jackson thing. Yes, we know we fucked a couple of kids, but it's Michael Jackson. Uh, <laughs> I know it's a funny... It's Michael fucking Jackson. I know, but... You know, he wrote Billy G. Can we just give him a pop? You know what I mean? <laughs> It's like, I don't know, I don't know, you can't. I don't think you can't. Like, we talk about with Spacey, innit? Like, I love the usual suspects, but if I say... Oh, he's the one, what you, Kevin Spacey, you the one who was laughing over them. Oh, God, like, I, 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 I didn't even consider that before. How can I, like, yeah. watch usual suspects again? No. I mean, you know, I, I know Spacey hasn't been outed as a nonce, as he, you know, he's just a bit of a fruit, isn't he? Uh, No, it doesn't like, seem oh, to be that way. Fucking, I, I think he sort of got away with it, didn't he? Like, as regards to, you know, 
I don't know, doing anything untoward. Maybe I'm wrong, I don't know. But, you know, he hasn't been completely Jimmy Savile out there, does he? And no. So, you know, American Beauty, great film. And it's like, you know, can you watch those things the same way ever again? There's no way I could watch fucking Forrest Gump and, and go, oh, no. Forrest Gump was actually a fucking pedo. You know? Yeah. It would, it would break Not my heart. Probably makes sense, mate. Oh, God. Jenny. She got yeah. announced by her old man in Forrest Gump, didn't she? And that's why she that had eyes for Forrest. Oh, Terrible. It all makes yeah, fucking yeah. sense now, doesn't it? Yeah. But, I uh, always used to think when I was struggling to get a shagger, I never forget watching our old 
because you understand a peaceful protest is one thing but when you you understand they, they, they never end peaceful because you, you've got people now that have been locked up for eight nine weeks I've got pent up rage just for being locked up fucking anyway and then you give them something you see one riot over here and they go fuck it we'll have a bit of that as well and then it just snowballs into this like just riots everywhere like and you can't control it and like I say, if coronavirus, if, if coronavirus is really a fucking thing, if it's really, 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 really a big deal, fuck the jokes we made about poor Tennant causing a second wave, which never came, by the way, but we'll just brush over that. It never came. This, if this does not cause a second fucking wave, right, and I mean bigger than the first, has to, right? Because don't forget, it's in London as well. It's in London. It's in London, which was the worst hit, right? If it doesn't cause a massive wave of coronavirus in London in the next two to three weeks, then we, we were all fucking tricked, right? That's one thing. That is one thing there and then. But to think that in America, what blows my fucking mind, right, is that it's not about protesting. It's about wanton fucking violence and damage and robbery and looting. I watched a video, right, of a young black guy, right, who... Own, he'd put his life savings into a sports bar, right? I was honest, I was heartbroken for him, right? He put his life savings into a sports bar. Don't ask me where this was because I just I just watched one little 90 second video of it, right? And he was crying, right? He was crying his eyes out, speaking to like a news reporter, going, I put everything into this bar, everything I have, everything I own, right? And he said, They came in here. Yeah? They smashed it to bits. I didn't even have anything in here for them to take. They just smashed it to bits, right? And he's crying and he's so upset in the watch because you can see this, this isn't like some some white guy. Not that it excuses that, but it's not some white guy who put all his money. This is, it's, this is a black guy here, right? In, in a black populated place in America. Had his life taken, his life's work taken away from him. And while the fucking camera crew are there, looters break back in and smash the place up again and try stealing his, uh, try taking his safe out of his office. Right? Fucking hell. You can watch that video. That video was on Twitter yesterday, day before I saw it. And I was like, fucking hell. That's not, that's got nothing to do with that, the, the guy that was killed, George Floyd. That's got nothing to do with it. That's just criminality. That's just, 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 just we don't crime. before the podcast, do we? We not at all. Speak, not at all. Right? Um, and like some of the things, like like I probably say here, and I will not be politically correct, right? But it's our fucking podcast, so it's our opinion. There's no right or wrong. I can only give you the opinion that I think. Right? Um, know the LA riots of '92. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we know it well enough. Maybe we fucking seen the documentary enough. We could pretty much answer anything and fucking anything about it, right? The reason. So for people who don't realise, the, the, the riots in 92 in LA, and it was mainly confined to LA, uh, started, uh, like, Guy Rodney King was beat up by fucking seven, eight policemen. Lucky enough, don't get me wrong, America is one racist fucking country, right? El, uh, Rodney King, how lucky was it that a guy was filming from his bedroom window? Yeah, because this is before uh, mobile phones with right, cameras on, I think. Yeah. Also, uh, the guy who got killed last week, um, if he hadn't been filmed, if he hadn't been filmed, this, none of these riots would happen and he would just be another black man 
killed by a policeman, right? This unbelievably racist country and America have got such a bad fucking problem. It's fucking untrue. You know what I mean? And it's fucking you. The country was built by slaves and on slavery. America got a fucking problem, a massive racial problem, right? Um, but the the riots in, in LA in 92, the riots started because the police that beat up Rodney King got off with it. Yeah. The, the, it was the, the case was heard in a predominantly white area of LA and most of the jury were white people. And basically, they, these fucking coppers had got off with it before they'd even stepped into the court, right? So they got off with it. None of them got charged with anything. And the city rioted. Um, loads of people were killed. Shops were looted. Shops were burnt to the, uh, the ground. People were Koreans uh, were phoning the police and had no backup. So there's a part of LA called Korea Town, uh, which was being invaded by people looting and fucking pillaging. And these Koreans had to take it out their own hands, get fucking guns, stand on top of their shops, and fucking treat it like a fucking war zone. Um, so that's what happened in LA in 92. Now, fast forward to this week. Um, the guy who killed that black man, fucking horrendous, by the way. Yeah. One of the worst things you've ever seen. You said that, didn't you? And I still didn't fucking, watch the video, mate. I still, I just thought I don't put myself through it. Don't bother. Don't bother. The fucking guy is crying for his mother. And he's telling the guy that he can't breathe. It's fucking horrific. The guy fucking... That guy's been arrested. He's done for fucking second degree, second degree murder. That guy is going down. That guy's life is fucked. Because he's got to be in prison now. And he's probably going to be sliced every other week, isn't he? Yeah. You know, that guy's life is fucked, right? He had a good job. He's a policeman. He's done one of the worst fucking things that a policeman can do. Oh, as a human being, and uh, he's fucked for life now because he's in prison. He got his watches back now. He's probably thirty odd. He's got to watch his back till he dies. The day he dies, now we got to fucking have eyes in the back of his head. The other three pe- policemen who were just around him have also been charged. Uh, I can't remember exactly what, but they've been charged as well, right? Justice now is going to be served to these fuckers, right? So everyone's rioting before these fuckers have even gone to trial, right? So yeah. imagine now, in six months' time, when this goes to trial, America's gonna burn again, isn't it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Think of what's gonna happen then, if that trial will be as big as the OJ trial, yeah. right? Um, but everyone's fucking, everyone's fucking rioting now, and rioting and fucking looting. Did you see them all running out? It was a black guy filming everyone looting a store, and it was women, stopping the cars in the middle of the road, running in, coming out with two pairs of Jordans, and he's filming them all, saying they're proud of themselves, you know, shots. Once once places start getting looted, that's law and order fucking gone. Looking is the lowest of the low, right? And and it has to be Um, said, it has to be said, this, this, this wasn't just black Americans either because I saw plenty of whites who were plenty of plenty and I also saw I saw plenty of black uh, plenty of videos of of black men and women trying to stop it right so you're not pointing a finger in any direction because it seems like at the minute anarchy doesn't have a colour right it It doesn't it does not it's not about race it's just about anarchy so you want sorry Pat carry on no no and then um Go across the continent then, go across the Atlantic Ocean to London now. Now, I've seen two videos just before we fucking started recording of 
people rioting in London, two policemen have been fucking and on their own. How would have happened? I don't know. There's two policemen on their own, and there's 100 people attacking them. I'd say 100 people, right? Attacking these two policemen. And, and white, white people, white men, black men, white women, uh, black women, uh, Chinese, all attacking these policemen, right? Two of them. And they get cordoned, cornered off on their own, and they're attacking them. And then I also see then a big standoff with, again, Police only these are no, they're not in riot gear, sorry, they're just in the white shirts and um, and the black trousers. And again, there's fucking there's thousands this time. All it and I know they got placards, you know, black yeah. lives matter. They're in the police with these fucking black placards, right? Now, if you have a look, right? Um, two, I guess I should have said in 2019, two unarmed people were shot by the police, right, 2019, uh, throughout the old year, only two unarmed people were shot. One of them was the terrorist Usman Khan. Now, I don't know who Usman Khan is. He's obviously not a fucking, he's Angel. obviously not going to win a Pride of Britain award any time fucking soon. But he's one of the people that's been shot, one of the unarmed people that's been shot by the British police, right? We are fucking, we are rioting over something that's happened thousands and thousands and thousands of miles away, right? So I just don't get it. Where does this come from? Like, you know, it's not our, that is our, not only has the guy been arrested, right? So justice will be served to this guy. But what's that got to fucking do with everyone rioting outside fucking Big Ben? No. I, I don't get it. Maybe I'm a fucking dinosaur and I don't see nothing in Swansea. You know what I mean? I, I'm the actor John Boyega I saw, right? Yeah. He's, um, he got his, remember the, the two, uh, Remember the Olympics when the, the two guys on the podium and the black glove up in the air? Yeah. Right, fascinating story there, actually. Um, just to go off topic for two seconds. We've obviously seen that one. I know the, um, the, I can't remember the two guys' names in the Olympics. They had the one black glove up in the air, solidarity for black power and all that. Right. Well, the other guy on the podium was an Australian guy. And I think he put his hand up in the air as well. And when he went back to Australia, he was treated as a pariah. Right. Uh, he was a famous athlete. He was never picked again for the Olympic team or the Australian running team. He was literally ostracised. And his life was made far worse than two black guys who did that on the podium. And it's a fascinating story, and hardly anyone knows about that because everyone was so engrossed in what the two guys were doing. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, so yesterday, John Boyega's in, must be in Hyde Park, and he's given a speech. And he's an actor, so he's obviously got a lot of charisma and a lot of, like, um, a lot of power behind his fucking action. Same as, no one who's seen Michael Sheen giving speeches. I always said Michael Sheen would be an amazing politician. Because yeah. when he speaks, when he speaks on behalf of the miners and the fucking, and working class, he's fucking brilliant. Gets you goosebumps going. Same as this, John Boyega would do the same in Hyde Park, you know what I mean? He's an actor, he's, he's fucking good. And you can see the veins in his neck are fucking going, his eyes, you can see screaming, right? Now, in all fairness to him, you know, he, there for obviously a good fucking reason, but John Boyega, right, stars in fucking Star Wars. He is Hollywood elite. He's Hollywood A-list. So can you tell me where his issue is? Because he's not being he's not being targeted. He hasn't been held back because of the colour of his skin. You know, he, he's in Star Wars next to Chewbacca. Chewbacca's walking around with no fucking pants on. Chewbacca had his talk out for fucking thirty years. No one's complaining for fucking what he writes. Saying he should get a pair of carving clients. 
John Boyega's going fucking mad when he's the Hollywood fucking English. So I can't see what he's fucking, how he's fucking mourning about fucking life at the minute. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it, it, it's, it's mad. I think, like I said, I just think we live in a, we live in a day and age where people want anarchy. Um, and it does, it's not about colour. And it's actually not really about what they're saying it's about. It's not about that. It's just about causing carnage. They don't like fucking Boris Johnson. Fair enough. I don't give a fuck. I'm not rioting because I don't like Boris Johnson. In America, they don't like Trump. Fucking, I'm sure there's lots of Americans that don't like Trump. They don't feel the need to fucking riot. It's, it's just, this is just, this one incident now is just a, a flashpoint and, the, and it's used to just cause fucking anarchy. And, you know, where does it end? Where, you know, where does it fucking end like? You know? It, 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 just, it just, just gets worse and worse and worse. Like you said, no, there's a progression. Like, they, there was a riot after the fucking judgment in 1992 in LA. Yeah. Right? Not, not excusing it. But you can sort of justify it, like because it was disgraceful, wasn't it? None of those coppers should have got off with what they did with Rodney with Rodney King. Anyone can see that, and you can sort of, and even though you, you you don't condone it, you can sort of say, "Well, I understand why people rioted there." But this year now, they haven't even given the justice system chance to do the you know the duty and and put these coppers down. It's just like fuck it, we just. So then what happens then? What's the next progression? The next progression is we actually we don't even fucking need a reason to smash up the fucking streets and burn fucking buildings to the ground. Or we'll just fucking do it anyway. And I saw things like people um, giving Trump shit. And I'm not no Trump fan, by the way, before anyone thinks that. like, But giving Trump shit because he was like mobilizing the army. What the fuck do you want him to do? I don't know what... Yeah. What can he... All right, no, no. You just sort it out between yourselves. Um, because the police can't fucking handle it. They don't have the numbers, right? And this is UK and fucking um, USA. So what are you going to do? You've got to bring in the army. You have no fucking choice, like. You know, if, if you don't riot, there's no army on the fucking streets. Right? Anywhere. Also as well, what do you want to do? Get rid of the police? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they're the ones who fucking do bring law and order. Yeah. So like... What, what do you want? Actually, get rid of the fucking police. Yeah. Because then it's going to be like the purge of a hotel, and every uh, fucking week it's going to be every man from south. Every man from south. I mean? Yeah, we we live we live in it. We, we, there's no society. It's a complete breakdown of society. Forget it. Because straight after bingo, I'll be down runs, fucking smashing his window, making a bags of quaver. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you you'd have to get tooled up. You literally would have to get tooled up. Everyone's going running around well, tooled up. They all got fucking guns, man. Yeah. But. You know, it, 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 it's sad to see. It's, it's sad to see. And like I said, there's so many people and they may be black, white, Korean, Chinese and they've got no um, interest and they've no issue, um, no, this incident has got nothing to do with them. But they've got their businesses burnt down and smashed to bits and they may have got attacked. I've seen so many videos of like shop owners getting attacked just trying to protect their fucking property like. You know, and and it's just like fuck. What is the world coming to? Is this the world we fucking living in? When that's okay, you know that is that that is justice for for one man dying, or maybe not for one man dying because there may be many more. But is that justice? Is it picking on innocent people? Because I don't think that that that's fucking justice in any way whatsoever. That's nothing. It's got nothing to do with the death of that man. It's just got to do with criminality 
and the fact they think fuck it there's no law and order now because you're too busy over there dealing with them so we'll fucking we'll smash a shop up and take a tv and we'll rob this guy beer as well like you know and how many more deaths for one death you know that, that's it isn't it and it, it's just like you say you see it and then in America, it was bad enough seeing it in America, but when I was seeing this, the stuff I seen yesterday, I was just like, what the fuck? What the fuck? I, like, we, like my bamp always said to me, you live in a great part of the world. Swansea's a fucking great part of the world because we don't have to put up with that shit. You know? Yeah. We, 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 it's, it's, it's a, it, it may as well be in America, London, because it's just a completely different... It's a different world. That, and I, it's a completely different world altogether. Looters running around with fucking iPhone tens in their pocket and fucking laptops in their house and uh, and they stealing TVs they don't need and and then like you said you, 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 if anyone's ever read anything about Sierra Leone, one of the most horrendous places in the fucking world for human rights, for poverty, for fucking disease and illness and you name it. Read up about the West Side Boys in Sierra Leone. And fucking tell me they, they're absolute savages. These fucking idiots yeah. running around the street in London and in fucking America smashing people up. They won't go Sierra Leone and have a chat with the West Side boys. Because they wouldn't yeah, last exactly. very they wouldn't last very yeah. fucking long. So All the favelas in Brazil. Brazil and and things like that where there is where there is where there's real fucking poverty and real reason to be fucking rioting like. You know? Um like I said, I'm sure there's plenty of people who have who have had rough times with the police. Maybe in the UK and in the States. Like I said, I can't imagine what it's like to be black and living in America. I can only, I can, I can only imagine that it's not fucking great. Like, even if you're successful and, and, and there's, pro, there's, there's racism everywhere. <clears throat> um, so, but that doesn't, that doesn't mean that you, you, you get the right then to just go out and just ruin other people's fucking livelihoods and steal and rob and, whatever the fuck set fire to things that's i think that's just fucking bananas but i'm quite sure that most of the people that are on the streets be it in america and in london aren't uh, they aren't uh, uh, maybe they're not as educated maybe they're not as successful anyway because i can't imagine some black lawyer from who works in manhattan on on a week-to-week basis you know is, is going oh fuck it i'm gonna go out now and start smashing up stores down the street like you know um so, you know, it, it, maybe it is a poverty thing and, a, and a, you know, a lot of people are opportunistic 
and and just think that it's okay to go and do that thing. But you know, if they imagine they started riots here now, I can't imagine I'd run over wicks and go fuck me. I gotta get some decking boards throughout the back. Like, let me steal this forklift. Uh, Say yeah. that, man. I do need some fake glass. Yeah, so well, I will check on that first. We'll see. You know, maybe go maybe I'll go and smash fucking shop window now and see if I can get kick something off, but and see if we can get well, something uh, started. Yeah. It's pointless going off McDonald's and fucking smash McDonald's. You'll end up getting thrown in with that drag queen who's dancing like fuck up. Well, Mate, showing the cars where to go. Obviously, what? That guy, what a guy he is! Mate, I'm a big fan of him. He, um, my missus just actually I saw him yesterday on videos on Facebook and stuff and then my missus just showing me now he was full of it again today and um, got a lot of respect for good that for him. good for good him good for him yeah he's done a work great all time good luck to him I see but um, the, I, mate, pulled up, fucking, I think it was Ashton fucking do he pulled up and started playing the road it was fucking brilliant <laughs> oh my God, but mate honestly guys in Alpha West when they opened the McDonald's at 11 o'clock, you should have seen it was fucking bananas down there, right? Now, I'm not a McDonald's guy, right? I don't give a fuck. I'm not fussed, right? Right. I, uh, but one thing's for certain, there's no way in the world you're going to get me queuing like half a McDonald's. Not in a million fucking years. But who is it? Who the fuck is, well, because who is see, queuing in that queue? I, I, because everyone I know will look at that queue. Everyone I know, and I mean this, everyone, friend, family, Neighbor, everyone I know looks at that too and turns to the kid and says, You were having a fucking laugh. You were having a laugh. That was that was literally what I said to the kids, you were having a laugh. Yeah. You were having a laugh. We done the bunk house. Well we done the smoking grill. You know, I I can sit in the fucking queue there, right? For two hours, like a fucking lemon, right? Yeah. Or I can just fucking get on the bunk house and order a fucking pizza burger and cheesy fries and have it delivered in a fucking one third of the time, like. You know what I mean? So what, what, what am I going to fucking do, like? You know, and on top of that, it's not going to be a McDonald's burger. You're going to get a fucking... There's a big difference between a proper fucking burger that you get in a bunk house or you get in Denny's or something like that and what you get in McDonald's. Now, don't get me wrong, McDonald's sometimes, you just need McDonald's, don't you? You know? Yeah. But... Now is not the time with fucking two-hour queues. You were fucking joking. By my house, they were queuing, right, out of the drive-thru. So they zigzagged it through the car park like they did in most McDonald's, right? And then they zigzagged it because Matlan and that, uh, Matlan is an open. They zigzagged it through Matlan. Then back out, yeah. back out, right, onto the road. The road that comes out of McDonald's, then down left towards my house, they were queuing. I could see them from my house. Jesus Christ. Right? Absolutely fucking bananas, and I'm sorry, but if you went and queued in that queue for two or whatever hours it was, then you really need to have a fucking look in the mirror because I I set them up. My kids went, oh, we want fish finger happy me once and I said, sorry boys, you can have anything you fucking want, but there's not going to be fucking McDonald's because I ain't going over there and fucking queuing in that. Sorry, you wait until the world calms down, and I can just crawl in there, and it takes me five minutes. Like you know, it's not that essential. But, oh, no. you know, fucking mental. Absolutely mental yesterday. Great for fucking McDonald's. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Yeah. You, know, they, 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 you know, they're making money hand over fist. But, fucking hell. I just, I just can't see it. You know what I mean? Like I said, I'll, I'll get hold of fucking the Turk and I'll go, mate, send some burgers up my house because we need some real stuff. Yeah. Get them up here from I the mean, bunkers. I mean, I'm that happens, mate. 
Yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to, I think, after all the burger talk, I think I'm going to have to have a bunkhouse this weekend, I think. Yeah, it's probably, it. mate. You know, it's, I'd say, like I said, the McDonald's queue is just another thing in society, isn't it? It's just like programmed into like McDonald's. Oh my God, McDonald's is opening. It's like as if fucking Christ arose, like, you know, how quickly, you know, it, it just, it's just McDonald's. It's just fucking McDonald's, like. Stop being so fucking mental about something that's, that's not worth being fucking mental about, but... You know, it's a it's a strange, strange time, and that really isn't the most strange thing that's happening. I don't suppose people queuing in McDonald's as strange as it is to oh, me. Fuck, like. no. You know, fucking Madeline McCann. Fucking they've arrested a guy for Madeline McCann. It's right. like, you know, that's not a snow, right? Go on. I can't. I'm getting. Come on the news last night, right? Know what I said? The stories on the news. So I'll give you a little, a, a little taste of the news. Yeah. Yeah. It come on, a uh, new thing in the Madeleine McCann, new uh, clues in the Madeleine McCann case. I turned to Donna and I said a year and a half ago, I watched the documentary, I can't remember whether it was the one on Netflix or something else, and I read a book or I watched something on YouTube, and I think it was all the Portuguese detective, Detective Amaral, yeah. the one who wrote the book and the one who they fucking slandered and the one they stopped in the book and everything. Yeah, yeah. She said, within the next two years, uh, you will see that a German man who's in prison in Germany, a convicted paedophile, the blame will be placed of Madeleine McCann's death on this man. He said it'll be within the next 18 months. The next year and a half, the Madeleine McCann case will be blamed on this paedophile sexual predator who's currently in a cell in Germany. And it fucking happened after 17 months. The guy was a month out. Now, how fucking mad... I turned to my missus, as soon as they said the test, my missus went, oh my God, Madeleine McCann, I went, I'll bet you a thousand pounds that they say it's a man in a German prison who's a sexual predator. And that's what come up. Now, what's the fucking chances of our man getting a fucking man? Almost to the fucking month, right? They've spent 11 million quid on this case, right? This man, who's a known paedophile, was driving around with a camper van in fucking Praia de Luz at that time. And only now, 10 years later, are they questioning it. Are you fucking winding me up? Are you fucking winding me up? Isn't it? It just, it's just literally, it's just 2020, isn't it? It's just 2020 yeah. all over it, like, you know? Yeah, mate, 2020 is just, mate, uh, fuck, you know. It just didn't, oh, it didn't surprise me. When I, when I read it, I was like, oh, 2020 strikes again, you know? Oh, mate, the only thing that didn't surprise me was fucking aliens didn't fucking bring it down from space. Madeleine McCann, Madeleine McCann is no Queen of Mars, like, no, like mm. John Carter. No, no, no. Remember, people forgot that UFOs were in the sky and the yeah, UFOs happened, man. Yeah. UFOs were brought, then fucking Elon Musk took everyone to space, and then Madeleine McCann's found by fucking Adolf Hitler's fucking nephew. 
Uh, it, it's just, it's just honestly, guys, fucking crazy. It doesn't surprise you. It's fucking great content for the podcast, like because uh, that's yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's so amazing. Well, yeah. Every time you think we're struggling this week, <laughs> and then the whole world starts rioting. Shana Martins goes on the world tour, and fucking Madeline McCann turns up in fucking Rudy Ballard's fucking wardrobe. Uh, it's just fucking honestly, and like they've arrested him for murder. So that means that obviously, you know, they believe that he killed her. I, it'd be great. I hope they. I hope this guy don't mysteriously fucking top himself before. Oh, before we, we get the fuck. Yeah, you know, there's just there's too much. I can't keep hold of all the conspiracies, right? Because people are still sending oh, me conspiracy shit. And this, this, the thing with the death of this George Floyd, there is tons, right? Absolute tons, and I've not had the desire or the time to spend on it. But you can really get deep in the rabbit hole with with all that. You know, I'm not quite sure myself. You know what I mean? I am not, like I say, I'm not time to look at it. But the conspiracies about the the death of George Floyd are quite fucking extreme. Like, you know, really? like it's some proper Illuminati, um, black masonry. Fucking all sorts of, oh, I don't know, sorcery. I'm not fucking even sure, but there's there's like a lot going on. Um, they even reckon that, that him and the copper knew each other. They used to work security in a nightclub together and things like that. Like some proper strange shit, but I don't want to fucking go off and talk about it. You can find it if you go on Twitter. There's loads all over Twitter about it, but I haven't really spent time looking at it, so I don't want to comment on it. But it just it just, it just just seems another thing. I know that you can make a conspiracy out of anything, can you? And people love to. And I like to read them. But this one, either it's completely false as regards the conspiracy I mean now, obviously not his death. I mean, the conspiracies are completely wrong. Or if there's any sort of semblance of truth to some of the conspiracies, you've got to, you've got to start questioning it. You've got to, oh, hang on. This seems weird. There's a little bit more to this than a, a, a copper just killed a black man in the street. You know? Yeah. But... That's not for me to say because I didn't really look into it. I just not had the time, but it is out there. And I get, I've got sent a fucking load of it. And it's like proper, proper weird what I did brush over. Um, maybe just everything's a conspiracy these days. I don't know. You know, maybe I, maybe we are to blame. Maybe I'm to blame. Yeah, we, I think we should have some part in it. No, we'll go back onto the Epstein thing. Yeah. Um, like... Alright, so Epstein's dead now. And he be dead fucking where did he die this year or last year? It's been a while, isn't it? Mate. Twenty twenty, probably in twenty twenty. I wonder, right, because I, I wonder how Epstein, I know how he got caught because people are fucking investigating him, but he was so powerful and he had so many connections, who did he upset to let him take the fall? Because when, you, when you've got that much dirt on people and that much power, like, it only plays into the conspiracy theory, the, the, the QAnon thing with like, you know, Trump is taking down the sex rings and all this. It just plays into that, the Epstein thing. 
because really speaking, he was so rich and powerful and had so many connections that they should have just walked away, like, and just, he should have got away with it, like, you know? So I just, I think, like, who, who did he, you know, if, if the Trump thing's not real, the, the QAnon conspiracy, which I did look into a little bit, that's not real. Who did he piss off that they let him go down, you know? And then basically ah. someone had to go and fucking kill him in before he, uh, like, because I'm surprised Weinstein's still going, to be perfectly honest with you. I thought he yeah, would. Yeah, uh, yeah, 100% he's going to be fucking found in the cell, isn't he? Yeah, I Definitely. thought. Definitely. Yeah. With yeah. a fucking copy of Reservoir Docs stacked up his ass. Yeah. Like, I, I was pretty sure he'd be going down next, like. Um, but, yeah. Why ain't Ghislaine Maxwell getting questioned? Why ain't Prince Andrew fucking pulled in front of a, a you know, in front of the police? Well, there's a good, very good reason why Prince Andrew's not pulled in front of the police because he's royalty, and they're just going, "You can fuck right off." I mean, that's not that going to happen, yeah. you know. Even if they know he's fucking guilty, which I'm sure they do. Yeah, at least question him, but fuck it. Yeah, it's just not going to happen, is it? They're not going to start arresting fucking royalty, like, and um, you know, the likes of Clinton and that. They they think they bulletproof, so it's just like you say, it. There, there's the one percent, and. They're always going to look after each other, like, and and they're in they're in that one percent. But Jesus Christ, the likes of Prince Andrew is in the one percent of the one percent. You know what I mean? Man, we don't want to be conspiracy theorists. Not at all. I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist. But you just got to ask questions, haven't you? How can these people get? Exactly, man. How can these people get away with it? Because you know, if you if you're a fucking right. It, you could be a guy that just goes out on a town on a weekend and you, you pull a girl and you think she's 18 and it turns out she's 15 and you will get fucking absolutely trampled by the law. Absolutely trampled, right? And Prince Andrew, I've got plenty of fucking seemingly evidence out there against him, right? And no one's going after him, like, you know? Whereas if that was somewhere, that was some Joe fucking blogs from wherever... He'd have the fucking full force of the law down on him, you know. So there are certain people that are just completely above the fucking law, completely above the law. Um, and like you say, we we don't happen to be uh, in that fucking one percent and of the people in the world, like you know, that can just fucking get away with. Epstein got away with what he got away with for fucking a couple of decades, like probably. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, just because he had so much money and so much fucking power and he had like a massive blackmail fucking scheme going that, 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 that kept him you know in the life that he become accustomed to like where he could just go and buy private islands and just use them to traffic women the one thing that fucking boggled my mind when they said that a, a French friend of his sent him three 12 year old girls for his birthday unbelievable I was like what? fucking real he did what? So for his birthday, he sent... Oh, right, okay. That is just bananas. So they were trafficking girls. Man, I can't get a fucking cake off Donna. <laughs> no, I was happy with my cheese box, like. You know, I... Yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. And uh, just, it, just, it just blows your mind. And like you say, the, these doors keep opening, like... You didn't hear about this stuff, but there is... A, the worm is starting to turn and people are starting to question it. And, and it just... You know, you go through the the Savile thing, and it's just it's just the snowball keeps rolling. So this is only going to build and build and build th through time, like you know, 
and um, people like to bury their head in the sand and they go, no, no, that's fucking tinfoil, that stuff, all that. Well, no, it's not, like, most certainly, you, you may not think, you may think that some, foil, some is tinfoil, that stuff, that's fair enough. But one thing most certainly is not tinfoil, that stuff, and that is child sex trafficking and sex trafficking rings worldwide. It's been proven in the UK, it's been proven in America, so you've got to open your eyes to that. Now, if you can open your eyes to that, you need to be able to open your eyes to the fact that many, many, many more things that you think are fact are not fact, and that the world is corrupt and run by people who have, don't have your best interests at heart, and are only out for themselves, and keep their power, keep their wealth, and, and keep the positions that, that, that they have. So, you know, when you can see that, anyone can see the child sex thing from Sable and all the way down, and all the powerful people that are involved, and these are the people you still trust now, Man, you've got to question that. Every single person, like. So it didn't just stop. It didn't just come one day and they went, oh, we're going to stop noncing kids now. Politicians are no longer allowed to nonce kids. They didn't stop. So why aren't we investigating? Why aren't we still investigating? We should be investigating every fucker. Every fucker should be investigated. Because we know within Westminster and within positions of power and wealth, that there was child sex rings and even child murder rings and child trafficking rings in the UK alone. Forget everywhere else, just in the UK alone. And it's not, it, it, it's like as if we went, oh, well, we nick Savile and Gary Glitter, so yeah, forget about the rest. No, they're still going on all across the country. So, like I said, you, you, if you can open your eyes to that, you need to be able to open your eyes to the fact that me and you aren't just two fucking kooks. Like, questions have to be asked about everything. That's all I ever say. Like if, you, if someone tells me something as a fact, I'll go, I'll, I'll, let me check it out for myself. And then once I check it out for myself and I form an opinion, I'll try and find the opposite to what my opinion is. And go, right, what's this then? Hang on, and find different angles. Because that's the only way you get any sort of semblance of fucking truth. Like, thankfully, with, like, a lot of, like, these documentaries that come out these days, this, this Epstein thing, it just brings, um, like awareness of it more and more awareness of these type of things like all the time so people in, in the end people will go well maybe those people weren't so crackers alex jones don't seem so crackers to me now as he did fucking four years ago oh, fuck no, you know i thought i thought alex jones is sandy Uck, alex jones is still there yeah i i, I just mean i sandy Uck, i saw alex jones on piers morgan um when piers morgan had that big show in america where he was popular before he came back to gmb yeah, yeah, right yeah. And it was probably the first time I ever saw Alex Jones. I didn't know who he was. I'd heard a bit about him. He's this fucking crackpot conspiracy guy from America. And I, and I watched that interview. And Alex Jones comes across as a mental case, as like someone who's got serious problems. But if you listen to what he's saying, then I think now with a bit more context, it probably makes a little bit more sense. Like, And um, I think at the time, he was, he was trying to defend, rightly or wrongly, because I'm not into guns, but he was trying to defend, uh, is it the Second Amendment, the right to bear arms? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And Piers Morgan at the time, so I think it came maybe in and around Sandy Hook time, and, and Piers Morgan was saying that we should just ban guns in America, and and Alex Jones's opinion was we should not ban guns in America. But what he was saying was it's not because he just wants to run around fucking shooting in the air, it's because Americans have the right to bear arms to stop a tyrannical government, Right? Um, so basically, they have the right to bear arms. So if there's a government that's tyrannical, they can go against it and fight back. Like, 
you know, because if you take all the guns off them, then you're basically just slaves to the government that's above you, yeah? Yeah. That was, I'm not... For us to say over here, they should just ban guns, right? Right. Because we haven't got guns, thank fuck as well, yeah, right? Yeah, damn fuck, yeah. So I don't think we ever will be able no. to have guns. And, and like I say, I, I'm, I'm not... But say... they've gone so far in America, it's too late now, really. They can't go fucking back. No, no. And I, I, I'm not, I'm not saying Alex Jones was correct in that situation. I'm just saying that I, when I look back at it now, and I want to say, I can sort of understand what he was saying there because of his viewpoint of the, uh, of what he believes, of how everyone is corrupt and everyone and the government. I've got a plan to an American government. I'm talking about now and the Illuminati and all this. Yeah, so it seems to make a little bit more sense to me now. But everyone thinks Alex Jones is fucking mental. But then. You listen to when he's on Joe Rogan and he's literally unfolding stuff out and it sounds mental. Like, oh yeah, they're harvesting organs from babies, yeah, and they're doing this and doing that. And Rogan's like, shut up, Alice, you fucking div. And he's like, oh no, no, you can just Google it and find out. And then they Google it and it's there. And he's like, whoa. And they're all sitting there going, oh right, okay. So like all all this stuff is there if you if you want to find it. It's just that most people just watch a BBC and, and read the mirror uh, and, and they think that's that's the news. That is, But that's just what they're telling you. So, say, Alex Jones don't seem half as mental to me now as he did then. Um, yeah. I'm sure, you know, I'm sure he's still crackers, like, but it doesn't, you know, it doesn't mean he was wrong. Um, he was, was really wrong on Sandy Hook, um, but I think he even apologised on that, like, but... Yeah. You know, I think, like you say, we've always said you should just ask questions. Just ask questions of of everything. And, yeah, um, of course. Yeah, you know, yeah. You've got to ask, like, why is all this stuff happening in 2020? Why is all this stuff happening? That's I don't know. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I don't know. But that's what I, that's the question, the only question I want answered is how come yeah. we've, we've gone from fucking wildfires in Australia and wildfires in California which were burning people's fucking houses down and it was like the fucking apocalypse and then fucking Brexit done my head in for fucking three years and finally shut the fuck up and you're like oh thank fuck this nonsense is over I don't even care right and then fucking coronavirus comes along then and then we have to put up with all that and now we're going into fucking uh, civil war basically and and potential race war god forbid and and all these things ufos have fucking come along right and nobody even sort of fucking batted an eyelid at it uh and and now they've arrested someone on madeline mccann and a guy's dancing in a mcdonald's queue you know what i mean it's just like the craziest fucking year ever crackers man crackers unbelievable but like you said what would we do without this? Because fuck all else is happening. We, we'd be coming on here and have nothing to talk about for fucking two hours. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, look, it's it, fucking mad. I just think to myself, oh God, what, what's going to happen this time next week? People keep asking me, like, they keep they keep asking me, like, going, oh, so, uh, right, you know you're working there now. Are you, uh, you going to go back on a taxi? And all this? I say, look, try, just don't worry about any of that. Just take every day as it comes. Because exactly. who the fuck knows who's going to be doing what this time fucking next week? Because I most certainly am not counting my chickens that I'm I, I'm going to be the same person this time next fucking Thursday, and because the way things are fucking going in the world, it's just fucking it's just fucking mental mental time. And um, like you say, I think we will look back in time and just go, what a fucking crazy time to be alive that was. 
party fucking year. Absolutely. Party. P- party. Every week by week it gets fucking madder. It, well, it does. It just, it just gets... Like you say, you, you, you just fucking shaking your head. Like you said, this time last week, Pad, around this point in the podcast, you had to explain to me what that incident was because I genuinely didn't know. And now yeah, it's literally the only thing I can see. I've, I've, had to, I've had to really stay off Twitter, apart from answering notifications when people are messaging me, because my news, my timeline is literally just bombarded with with this. And op- opinions of Opinions like assholes, and everyone's got one. Like, and they are just constant opinions now on, on my Twitter. I think because the Swans aren't playing, because my my Twitter timeline used to just be about how much the Swans are a bunch of cunts. And I'm arcing, I'm I'm praying for the. I got sucked off with that, but I'm praying for those days to come back now because all the political fucking nonsense and and everything that's going on, I can't even bear it. I'm just like I'm gonna, I'm gonna bury my head in the fucking sand, for the time being because I just can't, I just can't fucking face it. Like. You know, so I say we, we, we're living in a great part of the world where we don't have to experience it firsthand, thankfully. You know, uh, the carnage, like, but yeah. at the same time, it's tough to watch. Uh, hopefully it'll fucking calm down soon. Like, everyone just take a fucking chill pill, like, you know, maybe fucking smoke a joint, I don't know, have a can of red stripe or something. Exactly. You know, and just, you know, fucking play bingo out your front. And yeah, eat, do eat, something to check in. Eat the tomahawk steak, you know? Yeah. You know, I don't know what else to suggest, really. Have a bunkhouse burger, you know? Yeah. Maybe have a Dario's. I don't know, I've been meaning to have a Dario's as well. I haven't done that yet, either. Yeah, but, as it happens, I haven't got There's a few on my list now. Over the weekend, I think there could be a Danny's or Dario's on a bunkhouse. What's that? What's that? Sunday. Huh? That's all. <laughs> <laughs> what did I like to call it? Saturday morning. <laughs> Right. And and it's very relevant at the minute. It's based on like thirty slaves that came into fucking Poison Bay in fucking the eighteen hundreds. And they reckon like from these thirty slaves they can basically trace back literally thousands, if not millions, of fucking African American people. Right. And then it goes on so it starts there with the like the African uh, like a pirate ship coming and landing in America. And then it goes into the, the present day and it's like uh, cotton farmers in uh, parts of America. And it used to be a predominantly black industry, like, but now it's been taken over by the white men. And he was saying, like, there's one story about uh, the bankers wanted to drive these, like, the black men out of the industry, like, right. so they wouldn't give them, they were called cotton loans, basically how it worked. You would have a loan at the start of every season to pay for machinery and crops, and then at the end of the season, you pay it back, but it just rolls on and rolls on. And banks were stopping black people getting these loans, or say they would need the loans in March, they would end up giving them to them in July, which would put them three or four months behind all the white farmers. And it's fascinating as it happens in this current climate. It's very relevant and worth a listen, like just the fucking just to see the times we're in and just to see what America's like in it, you know, in fucking 2020, like recommended, 1619 is called pretty good. Oh, yeah, well, I haven't got much to recommend other than the Epstein um, documentary because it's generally the only thing I've watched 
over the last week. I got plenty of other stuff I recommend, but I won't do that now because we're coming towards the end. We can save that because yeah. we never know. We may not have any content next week, so we fucking save that. But um, just want to give a fucking shout out to the Open Arms podcast because quality. Yeah. Right now, I spoke. Right, so this is how this came around. So Jamie Bradnam, Ryan Michael, um, they were looking to start a podcast. They contacted me um, about helping them out, which I did. Um, it, a mental health uh, podcast, and it seems to have already kicked off and been successful. They've had two episodes so far. Um, you can follow them on Twitter and on Facebook, and I believe on Instagram as well. Um, Open Arms Podcast, the local boys. I've listened to them both and enjoyed them both. Right, okay. Now, I spoke to Jamie and I told him I hadn't listened to, uh, to either of them, and only because at the minute I, I, I was, I was going to listen to them this week, and then I end up, I've only been in work fucking seven days, and I'm already training someone. So I couldn't, right? I couldn't, I couldn't listen in, in the car. I had all plans to listen in the van when I was out working and stuff, and I, I have not had opportunity, but from Monday next week, I'm on Chris's podcast on, I'm going to get on Chris Ware's podcast um, and I'm going to get on the Open Arms podcast and listen to them all next week so I can talk about it properly next week. So get on um, Chris Ware's podcast which is on Podbean and get on the Open Arms podcast, local podcast, just try an eight arm and get, you know, give the boys a bit of a push and maybe something interesting there for you to take away. Like I say, the mental health stuff, we talked about it a little bit, pardon me, in the past, and I, I always yeah, thought course, that yeah. maybe we weren't the guys for that. You've got to realise... 110%. You've got to realise yeah. where, you, where you're strong, and I don't. we wouldn't want to say something too insensitive, and then, so, you know, and, and I think they're going to approach it differently, and I think it'll be interesting to you, and it's like I say, it's a lot of local lads talking about issues that they've had and stuff, and... Uh, so give them a little follow for us, um, and that would be doing me a favour. Just because I, I know they're good boys. Ryan, Ryan Michael, the uh, the Penland Perlo, uh, the yeah, blind of my spec. Um, yeah, he was uh, he was doing the kickups every day until he done his back in. And uh, <laughs> 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 um, but I'm gonna do back in, do a fucking kickups, you fucking lemon. <laughs> so. Um, so good luck to those boys and everything they do in. Obviously, TTLO podcast is still banging out stuff. Um, I got a big double uh, shaky show the other day. I got to listen to that tomorrow. Right, okay. So obviously, we, we are so behind in the times. We still are on iPad. People are knocking out fucking Zoom chats. And, uh, uh, yeah. you know, but if it ain't broke, don't fix it, pad, innit? You know what I mean? No. In fact, we stay and we stay in retro. While they while they go into yeah, the next fuck, dimension, yeah. we're gonna stay retro. Fuck them. So they right. are Lara Croft. We are fucking turbo Oprah. There we go. I'm happy with that. Happy with that. Yeah. Uh, have we got any more? No, all good, chat. There we are. Just a big shout out to the usual JMW Heat. Then boys still out there working. Follow them on Twitter at JMW Heat. Then Instagram at JMW Heat. Then Boss Brewery. Father's Day beers coming out soon. I didn't even know it was Father's Day. I'm so lost track of fucking time. I didn't even realise it was June until my missus told me earlier on just before we started the party. I don't know, like, what the fuck? What you, exactly, what do you mean it's June? So, um, oh. Boss Brewery, get on there. They, they're doing deliveries. Uh, the bunkhouse, we said, 
don't be like a div and go and queue McDonald's for two hours when you can order a fucking bunkhouse and have a much better burger and much better chips and have it dropped at your fucking door in one third of the time. Um, obviously, 100% old school, all weekend again. Greg won't be doing a six-hour set. He's already fucking retired from that after last Sunday, but it'll be fucking good again. And that... I said on one thing related to that, look at what thinking. Go on in. Um, another fucking legend and another fucking lockdown, Ed Turnall. Right. Uh, I jumped on his live on Friday night. Within two minutes, I got off of the fucking job, Austin. Uh, as soon as we out the lockdown, we are in lockdown fest. Colonel Brookfield, don't know where it is, don't know where it is, don't know when it is, where it is. But I know I said I'll fucking do it, and I can't fucking wait. Absolutely brilliant. It's good fun. Yeah, yeah, good yeah, fun. yeah, brilliant. And like you said, you know, this lockdown, if nothing else. And let's speak locally, right? Because we can't speak about other parts of the world. But I know locally, and we talked about this a little bit last night on uh, on the 100% Old School Chat, which you can find on YouTube if you want to go and watch it. Um, locally, there's been a lot of solidarity between people getting together and banding together. Us, 100% Old School, Ed, Colonel, you know, everyone's trying a bit to offer something to get people through it. And I think Swansea's been a fucking fantastic place to live yeah, over this period. I can't imagine how rough some people have added other, other places because Swansea have really banded together and been fucking one big family. And it's been fucking, it's helped. I'm sure it's helped a lot of people. Like, you know, every single person has done a little something. If it's a little something, I've helped someone somewhere along the way. And, I'm glad that we could play a little part in that um, on this on this podcast. And I know the boys from 100% old school and, and Ed Kerner, they'll all feel the same way. So, you know, we're very, very lucky. Like you said, you come out now, lockdown fest. Ed's, Ed's made a massive comeback. He's, he's like fucking George Foreman coming back and fucking uh, in his 50s and winning a world title. Like, you know, people thought Ed Kerner was done. He's back. He's back and he's bigger than ever. You know, and... Um, Lockdown first will be fucking brilliant. I don't know how you'll manage to make it through fucking MC and everything throughout the night. You'll be off your fucking trunk. But yeah, uh, it'll uh, it'll be a fucking it'll be good. You know these things. You know like Escape Twenty, Escape in the Park Twenty Twenty. All these things. People have got more things to look forward to now than they ever have. Um, and we we should be very grateful that we live where we live. That's all I'm gonna say. Swansea's a fucking great place, and we've all yeah, we've all been in it together. So on that note, let's get the fuck out of your pad, is it? Top man, right? Sure right, we'll speak to you later. Peace out. Ambition is critical.